Don't escape trauma by ignoring it. You escape trauma by confronting it. That was from Origin. On this episode of Why Watch That. Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. Isabel Wilkerson, played by Ingenue Ellis Taylor, is a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist who always tries to see beyond the obvious. You can see it in her work, and you can see it in her life. And her husband, Brett, played by John Bernthal, could see it from the first time they met on a special day. It's my birthday. Wait, today is your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Uh, um, it's, it's, it's Brett. <laughs> I'm Isabel. Yeah, I know. And from there... They marry and become a refuge for each other in a world that doesn't always make sense. They also work together to help Isabel's mom, played by Emily Yancey, get accustomed to the challenges that come late in life. But they do so sensitively because they know that... Most relationships end. Friendships, romances... They break. And with that, tragedy strike but not before Isabel gives an important talk. After writing The Warmth of Other Sons, her acclaimed first book, she sets her sights on a topic that has haunted humanity since time immemorial. If you look closely, you'll find something tragic was happening. And what was happening involves the story of August Landmesser, played by Finn Wittrock, a German man who defied the salute of the Reich after meeting and falling in love with a Jewish woman named Irma Eckler, played by Victoria Pedretti, a woman he was never supposed to meet. It's the kind of puzzle that interests Isabel because she wants to be really inside the story. And that kind of dedication and skill is the very thing that Amari Selvin, played by Blair Underwood, needs. As her former editor, he thinks she's the perfect person to tell a story that will go on to rip the country apart. But does she agree? Are you interested in writing something for us? I don't do assignments anymore. Yeah, well, you're a better writer than most people do anything. Have you heard the tapes? No. Uh, of what? Well, of something very familiar. Of something involving a teenager played by Miles Frost, who has his hoodie on as he walks home at night. Bedford Police Department, Mr. Sean. Hey, we've had some break-ins in my neighborhood, and there's a real suspicious guy. Looks like he's up to no good or something. So she does listen to the tapes, and she does consider how to tackle them in writing. But she has a central question that needs to be answered before she can do a deep dive. Why is everything racist? She says that racism as the primary language to understand everything is insufficient. There has to be something better that... Shows how all of this is linked. But what would her mom say about that? And what about her husband? Regardless... While Amari wants her to explore her explosive perspective in a big way, she's on hiatus, but then everything changes. So she decides that instead of writing an article or a series of articles for Amari, she'll go find the answers for herself and turn her quest for the origin of our discontents into a book, even if her current editors, including one played by Vera Farmiga, don't quite get it. I don't understand. I don't see it. And she's not the only one. For instance, when Isabel visits Germany for research, she encounters Sabine, played by Connie Nielsen, who thinks she's completely lost the point. 
you're trying to make sense of racism, but your thesis is flawed. So, to whom can she turn for support? Well, for one, there's her friend Miss, played by Audra McDonald. While speaking to Miss, Isabel finds some of the truths she's been looking for, but Miss is more concerned about Isabel's well-being. You okay? And another person who shows concern is her cousin Marion, played by Nisi Nash Betts, the perfect sounding board for Isabel's ideas. One of those ideas springs from Isabel's discovery of Dr. Allison Davis, played by Isha Blocker, and his wife Elizabeth, played by Jasmine Cephas Jones, two African-American scholars who were in Berlin in 1933 and who worked with another married couple to unmask America's own class system. In response to their groundbreaking and dangerous work, Isabel tells Marion that what we think about the past is, they knew we weren't inferior. But can she make regular folk understand that? That's what Marion wants her to consider, and she doesn't want her to give up. After all, Marion tells Isabel to go and write your stories. Folks need to know about this. And the result is an answer that links Germany and the states to India and its hierarchical system forcing us to look beyond race. It's a system that Isabel begins to understand through the guidance of Dr. Suraj Yingde, who plays himself. And that system becomes the title of Isabel's ensuing book, which posits a mind-expanding explanation. It's the kind of thing that only she could produce. I don't write questions. I write answers. All right, welcome to another episode of Why Watch That. We are going to get into origin. Mm. Um, yes, yes, yes. Um, before we aren't, get can't you just aren't you anticipating what in the world is the critic gonna say? I am. Aren't you? Aren't you I, like, wait a I minute, what is it gonna curious. say? Critics tell <laughs> the truth. The critic will be honest. Yes, yeah. Because the critic, I hate talking about myself. <laughs> the critic respects people enough. To have expectations. Mm. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Let's just leave it at that. All right. Let's go with that. If a first time viewers of the Why Watch That podcast, um, <laughs> let's talk about how the critic producer setup goes. Yes. So I've watched what we review. Of course, I'm the critic. I will come from that perspective. The producer has not watched what we review. No, she hasn't seen it. That's how we work this show, because it's why watch that. We want to have more than one perspective that way. So there we go with that. And what would we like everybody to do, producer? Yeah, like, share, subscribe, comment. Help us to um, figure out what shows it is. Help you watch, figure out what to watch. So yeah, and we yeah. appreciate that engagement. As long as you're giving your opinion on what we're talking about, we're cool. Yeah. If it's an ad hominem attack. <laughs> if that's all you have to say, don't bother. <sighs> That's that's my opinion. All right, guys. So, origin. Let's get into the show. Um, if this is something that you're interested in watching, it will be available in theaters Friday, January the 19th. Um, and a special engagement is happening before in the New York and LA markets. Yeah, that's just for awards. So yeah. that's happened. Um, you know, the yeah. real release is like you said, January. 19th. Mm -hmm. And this comes to us from Ava DuVernay. Good old Ava. Thelma. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Among other things. Yes. <laughs> and so 
Ava was inspired by the real Isabel Wilkerson. This is a real journalist. Mm -hmm. Like we're saying, this was her real journey that she went through. Um, and the script for um, awards, they're putting it in adapted as a result. Mm. But there was some sort of clash. Some people put it as original, some as adapted, whatever. For the Oscars, it is adapted. adapted. Yeah, because what the movie's showing is how Isabel led up to her second book. It really happened. Mm. Now, what I didn't do, because we don't spoil at Why Watch That, I didn't give away what Isabel's answer is, but it's easily found. So if you don't want to know, I'm not going to say it. If you don't want to know, don't really look too much into this movie. Don't look up Isabel Wilkerson because it's the title right. of your second book, right? <laughs> Just so you know, because I kind of liked going into this movie not knowing so much. Mm -hmm. I try to do that because I don't like people telling me too much. Frankly, I don't like listening to people talk about their work. Artists, I don't. It's what's on the screen that counts. Everything you have to say is on the screen. If it's not, oops. <laughs> mm -hmm. So with that said, when it comes to Ava DuVernay, before Selma, if you look at, uh, I think she did two indie movies before Selma, yes. if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. From when I first saw those movies before Selma, I thought, okay, Ava's strength is crafting lived-in relationships on screen. She is a relationship storyteller. One of the best. It always feels right. And when it comes to this topic, this is obviously in her wheelhouse, mm -hmm. right? The documentary and, and so on that she did. So there's this interplay and nuance, I have to say, of race throughout history and how that's led us to now and of course, informs the potential futures we'll have. So, I mean, these are huge topics. You know, it's like Atlas holding up the world. So if you're going to tackle this kind of thing, you got to do it the way that Ava's attempting to do it. You have to interrogate it. You have to look at it from various perspectives and try to understand all of them, whether you agree with them or not. You cannot be lazy. You cannot just say what everybody else is saying. Well, you can. I'm just not going to care. I'm not going to watch. I'm, I'm done. You don't have anything insightful to say. Just stop talking. All these buzzwords everybody uses. You ain't saying nothing. Now, another thing about Ava, she's presenting this perspective. It's, of course, siphoned through Isabel. So a lot of what Isabel... Uh, her work is in this as well. So it's Ava and Isabel kind of together. So all of that is coming from an expected position, I have to say. But I didn't mind that because the perspective was so clear and so curious is the word I would say. I think exploring what you would expect from Ava through Isabel was a genius move it made it much more interesting to watch. Sometimes it didn't quite know what Isabel was gonna say or what she was gonna think and what the other people around her were gonna react to. So I did wanna see what Ava had to add to this subject that's become painfully predictable. I mean, everybody knows. Uh, now, with that out of, way, out of the way, 
when it comes to Ava DuVernay, note I still haven't really given my opinion. No. Do that. <laughs> Wait, okay, what what do you think? Before I get to that, let me try to ground you in this movie because it is very hard to capture without spoiling. Even if you spoil it, it's hard to describe. Because when I read their little description, I was like, okay, how do you make this a movie? Mm. What are you even talking about? Like their description is very bare in the pr promo. That's mm. smart. Mm -hmm. That's smart. So to help everybody, it's like this. And I don't mean it's like this movie, but just to get you in the right headspace. Think of Eat, Pray, Love. Stop. I'm not saying it's like Eat, Pray, Love quality-wise or even content-wise. But if you think of the mechanism of Eat, Pray, Love, mm -hmm. take away the food and the search for the meaning of love, right? That's Eat, Pray, Love. Take that out. If you replace it with history and race and family and human connection, going from the States to Germany to India, okay. See, this is a bigger thought. And I think including India, that felt the freshest to me because it's the least explored and crystallized, at least in the West, mm -hmm. the ideas there. Now, this, again, is not Eat, Pray, Love, is much better in execution and much deeper. But if you start thinking that way, it's kind of that structurally where we have this central character who has to discover something mm -hmm. around the world, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Okay. Now, once you understand that, then you have all the things I was talking about. Then you go, okay, I can see how we could put racism in this and interrogate it. See, that's the great thing. Mm -hmm. Now I'm starting to review. <laughs> you interrogate that thing because to me, it's become a conversation ender. You say it, it's over. No more, no more talking, right? So where does that get us? While the replacement offered in this movie, I'll call it class for now, that's more of a conversation starter. That moves us forward. It moves us beyond the bondage of just being in a specific group. And it, even in a little moment, what's suggested is this answer this answer, it can hurt the people it benefits. Mm. It's, there's some interesting things going on here. Mm -hmm. And I think that was this film's most complex yet clear thought. It's its strongest reason for being. Its strongest raison d'etre. Yes. That answer. Because I was with them. I was with Isabel. When mm -hmm. she made her argument, I was like, yeah, it makes sense to me. And you'll see the argument on screen. Mm -hmm. So I think matching Ava and Isabel was, again, smart. I think when it comes to being in the director's chair for Ava, I can see the maturation visually. There's a nice flow to the moments, which Ava does well in her best work. It's mm -hmm. a nice flow on screen, even as they're capturing different times and thoughts. There is a connective tissue Every now and then, though, there are certain visuals I was kind of like, we didn't need that, Ava. We didn't need it. It's too on the nose. Mystery is better when it comes to this. There's one whole sequence, producer, when there's a white sheriff. He rides through this white neighborhood. And that's where the Davises, the married couple, 
their clandestine colleagues, the other married couple, where they live, right? And then the same sheriff rides down a black neighborhood. You can imagine what that looks like. It was just kind of like, Mm-hmm. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. Also, putting a MAGA hat on Nick Offerman's cl- plumber character. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. felt too expected in that mm-hmm. case. Mm-hmm. When what Ava's doing here mostly is the expected in an un- unexpected way. Mm-hmm. But that was not most of the movie. Those were just two things when I went, mm, didn't need that. Like, I can guess how that would work, so I don't need to see it. I also think the ending was too cleaned, just too uh, too clean, sorry, too resolved, much too verbalized. I was thinking, wait, did you pull this from the book? Mm-hmm. Did you pull it from a talk from Isabel? It's just what it sounded like to me when in this movie I wanted less of that. I wanted Ava to show what it means allow again more space for mystery these aren't huge knocks it's just it's it could have been a notch up without those things Mm -hmm. but where it is is great i have to say i i'm surprised by how much i liked it because i was not expecting this kind of exploration Mm -hmm. because i don't know isabel's work so it was good i'm glad Mm -hmm. i'm Mm -hmm. glad now when it comes to the cast the cast is as uh, superb at acting without acting. And mm-hmm. that's what you have to do in an Ava film. I think Ingenue once again delivers a consistent, a thoughtful, a knowing, an anchoring performance. She knows what she's doing. And everybody, it's her movie and everybody fits really well. I believed her in John Bernthal. I believed her with Emily Yancey as the mama. I believed her with Nisi. Like, it all works. Audra just pops up that like all of these people fit when you have Connie Nielsen challenging her. Cause so like up to that moment, you're like, okay, I'm with you. And Connie Nielsen's like, hold on. <laughs> and then you're, then it's so you are constantly in this movie having to figure out how you would synthesize this information. That's a success. Mm-hmm. I just wish that Ava would capture more of this in her TV work. Mm-hmm. It's like two different things if we get rid of um, A Wrinkle in Time. Mm-hmm. So if we just ignore that for a moment. In her film work, it just seems a bit more mature than in TV. I wish she would transfer more of that into what she does in TV. But with that said, look, The great thing about this really is you don't have to agree with all of it to appreciate much of it. You really don't. I didn't agree with every single thing here, but it didn't matter. It really didn't because the movie is not requesting that of you. Smart. It's just really smart. I just like being in Ava's headspace here and Isabel's headspace as well. And I've been thinking about it since watching it. I'll come back to it and think a bit more. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not like the answer's surprising. It's more like, why haven't more people gotten to this point? Mm-hmm. And why can't we talk about this if you want to have this discussion? So there you go. Mm-hmm. My thoughts and feelings on origin. See that, everybody? Yes. You can always trust that what I'm going to say is not compromised. I'm going to tell you the truth from my perspective. I don't care who's behind the camera. Because again, I have expectations 
of everybody, I think everyone can do well. And I think they did well here. So producer with that said, will you do well and go out and experience origin? Would I see it in a movie theater? I don't think that would be a bad idea if you go with someone else. Mm-hmm. It would it would it would lead to a conversation. conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you yeah. might get to know people you don't really know or you thought you knew. Mm-hmm. Hear their reaction to this. Mm-hmm. So with that said, producer, though your perspective on what I said. Yeah, it's funny that you said that because as you were talking, I was just like, hmm, who would I go see this with? Because I would want to talk about it. I already know I want to talk about this afterwards. Um, otherwise I'd wait for it to come and, you know, come and I'd watch it at home. But this does seem like a, let's get some people or a person um, to join you to go and watch it. And I don't know why this year I've been in, maybe go to the movies, physically go to the movie mm. and see something. Well, Hollywood, they're smiling hearing that. They hope that <laughs> everybody feels that way. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But like, if you're going to go out and you want something like this, I would say, why not? You mm-hmm. know, I know some people are upset with my review of The Color Purple. Not not many, a mm-hmm. few. But I would say to them, if they're watching this, compare the reviews. Mm-hmm. Compare. If you want to go spend your money, I would spend it here. Okay. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're trying to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on that note, the origin of it all. Do you get that answer here? Hmm. You'll find out. You'll find out and you'll be in good hands. Again, you don't have to agree. So, you know, pick some interesting people to go see it with. Mm-hmm. If you pick some interesting people, you're going to get some interesting results. Hmm. And with that said, we're done. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at WhyWatchThat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going. <laughs> <laughs>